Good evening, everyone. What is going on? Episode 71 of the South for Learners Gaming Podcast. I am your host, the Silverback Senpai. Across the table from me is my co-host, Waluigi. Good evening, folks. Wow, it's been a couple weeks, hasn't it? Yes, it has been. You need to start singing his name from now on. No, I'm not doing that. No, (laughs) Waluigi! I've never never seen this man sing, but anyways... Right now, we have our latest guest, Channel Forbes. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, depending on wherever you are actually tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. So, first I got to get rid of that square that's on the screen from on my camera. Oh, good. <laughs> Bruh. So, you really calling me a square metaphorically? Bro, you, you, you so, bro. You know what I mean? Damn, shake my hand, man. Shake my hand. Too early for me. <laughs> it's too early for me. <laughs> eh, minor setbacks as we go. That's what makes, that's what makes this more fun and live. <laughs> Like, come huh. on, like, you got you to gotta freestyle, Joe, you know? He's like, yo, yo okay. so, Silver Empire is called, uh, Silverback Sunfire is calling me a square. Like, you know what I mean? That, 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 yo, that's bars right no, there. No, he's just saying you're in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a king of dad jokes. I can't. Why? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Someone never appreciates me. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, shit. Switch it to the main camera. <laughs> While we get this fixed up. <laughs> oh, goodness. Why? We have to start strong for reviewers. Oh, come on, man. Like, we got to keep people entertained. Oh. So uh, where did the name Channel Forbes came from anyways? Uh, Channel Forbes literally came from me performing. Um, oh, snap. Yeah, so um, believe it or not, it's performing and YouTube. Both of the same Really? Thing. Yeah, so I'm actually a rapper slash producer, right? That's cool, Zach. Plus content creator. So what happened is that... Um, uh, I was actually uh, in downtown Miami and RIP. I mean, Miami's being gentrified, so you know what I mean? I, I hope that we actually like figure out what it is. Um, but Brickle used to be an art district. Um, really? Oh, hell yeah. I'm not a true Floridian, so I always like learn some no, new bits. Man. Like, I used to perform at a place called The Stage. Um, if you've ever seen America's Got Talent, American Idol, if you know yes. who Yoli Mayor is, I used to perform with her, to be honest with you. Holy smokes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to her. Uh, that um, that venue no longer exists. It's all Givenchy and, and stuff like that. So, like, the first time I ever actually performed uh, on stage, um, I went by Forbes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I told people what my channel name was, because everybody was, because everybody followed the TV thing. So it was Joe Budden TV. It was, let's say it would be Waluigi TV, Silverback Senpai TV, South Florida Gamer TV, right? And I wanted to be different. So instead of being Forbes TV, and I started off with Forbes TV, I'm just like, I sound generic. So Channel 4 Channel 4 bus. So that's, I literally have an announcement video where I actually did that. That's so, actually a really cool, cool origin, like yeah. for your name. Yeah, so when I actually announced, hey, follow me, my at name is Channel 4 bus, and everybody in the room was like, yo, that's the coolest sounding name. I'm just yeah, like, it has a nice, like, flu, like, a flow to it. So I'm like, well, I guess that's my name now, because, like, I just really wanted to be called as Forbus. But Channel Four was just stuck with the people, yeah. so the people gave me my name. So I can't even, I can't even, I can't even front about that. You know what I mean? So I can't even say that that's one hundred percent me. Yeah, you're tuning live here in South Florida Gamers Podcast with Channel Forbes. Like that sounds cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. 
Anyway, so we got the name. Uh, what got you into gaming anyways? Um, I mean, as a kid? Forget that. Let's just talk about everybody in general, right? Because everybody, as far as a child is concerned, the first thing that they teach you is how to play a game. In order for you to learn a language, they make it a game. In order for you to, yeah. to, to learn anything. Like, you look at anything that's educational, right? Yeah. Fisher Price, everything like that. You notice that they always actually try to make it a game so it yeah. actually keeps you engaged and stuff like that. So obviously that's that's what it is, you feel what I'm saying? But yeah. as far as like true gaming, actually I would give a lot of credit to my big brother. My big brother was the first one who actually took me to video arcades with the coin machines and stuff oh, like that. Those are the classics. I yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like like my brother used to love driving, so I used to follow him doing pole position. Oh, those are wow, pole, pole position. Pause. But position. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but wow, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, that's like one of those classic old school, like serious racing games. Yeah, that's that's why I actually started my gaming. That's real. Like, if you want to talk about my gaming experience, like like when my first introduction to games is pole position. Huh, that's a right. first actually. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I got some dust on me, man. I'm trying to graduate the mold. Some dust on you. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't think so, but... Yeah, you know what I mean? All right, we're just going to work with the camera for what we got. Man, I don't give a damn, man. Yo, everybody <laughs> give a round of applause for Silverback Senpai, man. Nah, like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. <laughs> shake, shake my hand. Shake my hand. Look, for everybody here that is actually watching this podcast, that actually been or watching listening. the streams, and, and listening and looking at these streams or whatever, you are seeing me holding his hand. It's not because I, I'm in love with him, but I do love him. Okay, but I almost choked on my water. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but please give this man his flowers and like, let me actually give you your flowers right now. You see what you do for the gaming community down here in South Florida? Yeah. As far as anybody here down here in South Florida, a lot of times, other than the whole music industry, people just think that South Florida is just one way. Thank you for actually making a platform or creating a platform for other people to realize like, hey, I don't have to do everything that everybody else is doing. So, formally, let me actually give you your flowers right now. And thank you for putting I appreciate in the that. effort that you are doing right now. I appreciate it. Flawless victory. Feel me? All right, so I want to know your gaming background, your origin story, like what got you into games? Well, well besides pole position, pause again. <laughs> <laughs> That's still funny. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's actually hilarious. Um, so, l let, me actually turn, let me actually turn this around, right? Okay. 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 Where are you from originally? New York. Oh, God. <laughs> I know you're Haitian background, correct? Yes. Where were you born and raised? Here. Here. Okay, cool. So, I was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago, right? So, you tell me as far as your game in history... Have you or have you not gotten your ass whooped for staying in a video arcade for too goddamn long? Are you supposed to find your ass home? No. No. <laughs> well, shit, I'm the only one. All right. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. I, 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 I was that kid trying to escape. If you know what I'm saying? And, like, that just really what it is because um, not necessarily to say that I was, like, the most destitute of situations, but my video games was actually my escape where I felt like I wanted more out of life and like it actually helped me escape mm -hmm. 
you know, from that kind of stuff. And I think the number one thing that actually gravitated for me was, um, believe it or not, adventure and fighting games. Adventure has actually told me a story. And fighting yeah. games yeah. is like where you feel like you... You're fighting out of poverty. You're fighting. You're fighting against something. You're fighting for. Yeah. You're, you're fighting for something. Whether yeah. it be a girl, whether it be for money, to, like fighting for a better life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like video games actually helped me actually get there. And I mean, just really, just it's just really an escape. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, video games for most people is actually a fantasy world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I like, agree with that. Me right. Too. And, and you know, and like the thing that sucks is that. Shit, back in those days, parents were like, oh, man, you just open this guy, they ain't gonna do you whatever. It's like, shit, now you see like people like Punk, the Daigos, the 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 Quanos, the the you know what I'm saying? It's like these guys is making money. They're not necessarily making, you know, the the greatest of money, but they are actually living comfortable, doing exactly what they love. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's just like I don't know. It's it's it, it's harmful to me like as far as that narrative but i'm glad that the world has actually changed in this direction which is cool but i mean really it's like sometimes an escape is actually a good thing an escape is actually good to actually make people become creative yeah because it provides you an opportunity to just you know take your mind off of whatever's going on in your own personal life that you could just, you know, relax, unwind, maybe um, enjoy the story mode of a game or if you're playing competitively, you, you know, have a couple of matches or whatnot just so that you can get through the day. You don't have to think about today, especially if you, especially if you have like a very long work day like I did, then oh, yeah. yeah, you're, you're going to, first thing you're going to do, you're going to chill, shower, get something to eat, then you go play games up until the time it's like, I got to go to bed. I got work in the morning. And then, you know, you rinse and repeat all over again. And then when you have your day off, then you'll be like, all right, I'm going to handle my business. I'm going to handle some errands real quick. I don't feel like doing shit. <laughs> I just want to escape. That's, 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 like, that's real talk. That's literally like, real talk. Like, yeah, for, for real, like. I, I have those days too where it's just like, bro, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to just chill, just play games, or yeah. just play games and just relax. Just take it easy. Today. I just want to clear my mind, enjoy something, have some kind of imagination, an open mind, and see what the story has to tell. I enjoy that. I'm, and just for the record, so I'm going to actually put a question to both of you guys. Okay. Ooh, all right. So... One of my favorite games as far as storytelling is concerned is Metal Gear Solid. The Metal okay. Gear Solid series. Okay. I miss games with stories with that intricate way. It actually blurred the lines of real life versus someone actually given a narrative. Yeah. Do you guys miss that as well? Hmm. I don't think not enough games do that. Intricate stories. You, you do have a solid point because some of the games that I... I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you did there. You have a point, guys. Um, there are some games that I've played, like JRPGs, and then of course your, you know, traditional RPGs, where they do tell a story from start to finish, but not to the levels of Metal Gear Solid, to where it re you're really thinking about, man, does that really happen in, like in real life? And I remember one, the one game that stuck out to me was Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. <sighs> <laughs> great game oh my and after you're done with the game like after you completed everything you're just like 
instead of saying, man, that was a great game, you're you're just sitting there just like having really deep thoughts about reality. Reality, exactly. Like, is this really how it is in reality to where this is the villain, but the government sets up this person to be the villain, so that way that person is pretty much a spy to the other country, and you're just getting intel from this person, and it's just so it's so. But look at where we at now, though. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, 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 but it gives you that thought, like, man, like, you really think about the game. Like, once you're done with it, you're like, man, does it, man, it, like, this game gives you, like, that thought of, does this shit happen in real life? Or I could see this happening in real life because of the fact that you're taking a video game that's telling, like, a fantasy story, but there's also some real world elements being added to the game it that blurs gives, the line where yeah it blurs the line and then of course it makes the game stand out on its own telling this great narrative story and then you're still thinking about the game later you know years on like how deep can you go with this game especially with the lore you look at games like Metal Gear Solid 2 um I forgot the name is it Sons of the Patriots or I forgot Sons of Liberty Sons of Liberty yes okay, I was ready to look it up same thing with that game. And then Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots. It's just like, man, how far can you really go with the game and just tell a story like that? Granted, people do give Hideo Kojima some shit, and then, of course, some will say that he's overrated, but you got to give him respect and props for... Wait, who said he's overrated? You know, there's not many. There's quite a few. Yeah. Get... All right, number one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to stand down. D- Death Stranding and stuff. Because that's... Happen. All right, if you're talking about games, cool. But I'm talking about creativity. Leave that man alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's untouched, man. Game-wise, yeah. not creativity-wise. I respect yeah. that man heavily. And funny enough, he also wanted to be a movie producer, but, you know, they didn't accept him but as a Metal movie. But Metal Gear Solid in itself was a movie. What are we talking about? If yeah. It, if it right? truly became he a movie. He actually was the first person to me, like when I was actually playing video games, mm-hmm. aside from... Who on, on the SNES, the the SNES, the, the original? No, the game, the actual console. Um, Chrono Trigger. Chrono uh. Trigger was the only other game that actually had that gave you that cinematic feel. He took it above and beyond when it came down to Metal Gear Solid Two. So as far as that is concerned, give that man his flowers, man. Like he was the he was the yeah. first person that really gave you a movie in a game. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, we're just going to leave it right there. Yeah, and speaking about movie, you know, movies like, you know, movie games or whatnot, or games that are like a movie because they're playing, they're telling a story. You can look at God of War, the fourth one, and then God of War, Ragnarok. You can look at The Last of Us, part one, and of course, yeah. part two. Oh, careful with that last one. <laughs> I haven't played those games. Good. Okay, so what's your favorite cinematic games? I love that I actually... I can actually flip it on you guys because this is interesting right now. Cinematic. So, games. what what is your favorite cinematic video games that you've actually played? Hmm. Mm. I would say I've watched my family play when I was younger, but Heavy Rain. That game. There are so many choices. No, no, I, like no, no, no. You get one of these. You get one of these, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy Rain. Because every action has a consequence, no matter what you do. You can either become the villain. You help the villain. You stopped a villain, but you still like. I forgot about every rain. You have no. a sense of guilt no matter what you do, and the consequences do it. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, 
it's it's insane. Like I had to rewatch some playthroughs. Like I think I personally want to play it myself and stream it. Oh, you never played it? I watched like my own family play this. Dog, that game was fire. Yes, it was. Just watching it. Okay, but that was a good one. Okay. I would say for me, it would have to be Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns of the Patriots. That that would be it for me. Then if we're going for cliche cinematics, I would say like at back then it was felt like it considered a movie. I would say the Assassin's Creed franchise before um, after I think before Black Flag. It got way too Ubisoft oversaturated it. Yeah, because they kept pumping out nothing but Assassin's Creed games over and over. Assassin's Creed was great up until Ezio died. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, the last great amazing Assassin's Creed was when Ezio died. That was three, right? Ezio or, uh, yeah, there was like, it was number two, but three different games. Right, I get, but up to uh, the saga, when Ezio Auditori died as an old man was the last amazing, right, that was the last amazing Assassin's Creed. Yes. Yo, someone said, screw Last of Us, that's crazy. All right. Oh, that's (laughs) my homie. You feel what I'm saying? But... (laughs) But uh, Assassin's Creed, um, Assassin's Creed for me went downhill after the death of Ezio Auditore. Yeah. To me. It, did not, it doesn't feel like a movie anymore, but I do respect what the new aspect are going for, uh, like Valhalla and Odyssey, where you discover history. They go over historic moments within these times, but that's... I think with the fact that you actually jumped around with, like, I get it. Assassin's Creed has a, a boundless history that they can play with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then, I want to say after the mobile game with the the Chinese one, the Chinese one was good. Oh, yeah, they had a mobile game. Yeah, the Chinese mobile game was actually fire. It actually was fire in the Chinese game. But when they started making Russia and Arabia and all this other stuff, it's just like, all right, now you're just reaching just to keep on stretching the franchise and watering it. It didn't feel like a cinematic piece. It felt more like a a cash grab. Yes, exactly. Because Assassin's Creed doesn't play like the same game anymore. No, it doesn't. You're not more assassin. You're just more like straight up guns blazing, fighting, and everything. Yeah, so they kind of they so they pretty much just they just kept the name. Yeah, they kept the name and they just you know went away with the formula that they had that you know made them what they were in the very beginning, which was you know you're being an assassin and of course you're learning about these historical events and of course you also have the character development as well uh, you know along with it and of course you're also still telling a story now as i see assassin's creed from the very beginning i've never played assassin's oh, creed I, I but have. i've always you know you know saw it from afar and I, I to see to, where it was <laughs> like you know at the very beginning to what it is now just like y'all have completely shifted away from the formula like now I see that their next game is going to be um, somewhere in like feudal Japan where, where ninjas and whatnot. It's just like they're falling It's too trends. late for that. To me, it's too late for that. Honestly, y'all yeah. y'all watered down the franchise too much to where people don't care anymore. Back and forth and back and forth like, all the time. Y'all yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Like 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 both of you guys said, it's a cash grab. So yeah. y'all done a cash grab. So I don't care if the story is phenomenal right now. Y'all literally. Damn, they lost their core audience, and I'm. Oh, oh, oops, my bad. Yeah, you're fine. I, I, like you're damn, they lost their core audience, and it, it's disgusting, right? Yeah, now. because you completely moved on from the <laughs> original formula that worked, and you didn't. Uh, and instead of you're you want you improved it, yeah, but you're going you're literally going away from what made you a success to the point where just like people don't care about it no more because the fact that you've 
diluted it so much. It's it's only for so long. Some you can you can enjoy something for what it is to the point where it's just like the more you keep changing it, it doesn't taste the same no more. All right, so check this question. Like someone actually made a comment in the chat, right? So I'm actually do this and segue to actually ask you. No, it's it's bad right. that you guys it, like I. No, I'm, this, I'm, no, this episode is about you. We're no, we're, that's cool. But I like it. I like to interrogate you guys too. But I like what this guy. No, so, no, 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 no. He's a different breed. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a different breed. Different yeah. breed. No, no, I like this comment, right? When I played the first Assassin's Creed, I, th I thought I bought a different game. Mm -hmm. So when you actually bought a game and you actually got surprised that you got something else, it's just like, oh. Your expectations just shifted. Right. Yeah. So interrogation mode again. Go on. When is the last game or was the first game that you remember playing where your expectations completely shifted and he wasn't mad about it. Hmm. And I'm going to double that up. That's a good question. What is the last game where you think they actually let the fans down, where they should have had a sequel, and if they never dropped the sequel, what disappointed you about it? So, so that's a deep ass question. Yep. So I will answer that question before you guys answer it. Oh, thank God. Quantum Break. Ooh. Amazing bloody game because the game felt like I was watching a TV series and the gameplay was on point. I wanted a sequel to that so yeah, bad. And that game was amazing. I told you I was going to put you guys on the spot. I know. This is this left me in an awkward situation. <laughs> this is a new one. To see this man, eyebrows touch his hairline is unique. Yeah, like... I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. The last game that threw off my expectation... I that, got nothing. That actually impressed me was a game called Carry On. I've only talked about this once in the podcast, but they classify it. It's on Xbox, but called a reverse horror theme where you're playing as the monster instead oh. of a survivor. Oh, I've seen that. And it's 16, I think it's 8 to 16 bits. So you're going around absorbing creatures. They explain a story, but there's no, like, subtitles, lines, or anything. Mm. You just hear screams of certain people, like, asking for help and such because you're consuming them. Yeah. And, like, the ending was very nice. It's like, it could be anybody. And it just, like, throws you off because you're a creature learning intelligence. Okay. As you're playing. But that threw me off, and it's a quick little indie game. Maybe it'll take less than two hours to play, three hours if you grind it, because that's what took me to go 100%. Okay. Indie games, yes or no? Do you think we need more, or do we need less of those? More. More. More indies, less uh, AAA games, or at least if you're going to release AAA games, then not so often. Who has yeah. the, who, which platform has the better indie games? PC. Yeah. PC has... Hands down. Yeah, PC has... So, the, so, so PC's X, the best so platform so, for indie games. So Xbox, games. Microsoft, pretty much. No, no, just PC like Steam. Steam is very diverse. It's very open. Yeah. You have a lot of indie creators going in and getting their stuff noticed. I still say my favorite indie game is uh, the dishwasher. I don't the care what anybody dish says. Dishwasher? The dishwasher. For your, if, I, I don't know if you know no. I actually don't either. If you look up the dishwasher, for anybody in the chat right now, look up the dishwasher. It is the most beautifully violent game that you will ever play in your life. Trust me. If you like 2D platformer, Street Fighter kind of teleporting, yeah. Uh. The dishwasher. 
Trust me, you'd love it. Ah, it looks like a 32-bit. It's fire. Oh, okay, I can respect this. It's it's my favorite indie game ever. But uh, Steam definitely has an open opportunity for like indie artists to have their time to shine. Certain people can develop. Because I found out about a game called Two Strikes by accident. Because I was looking for Sam Show and other fighting games similar to it. Two Strikes is fire. Yeah, it's similar to Bushido Blade. I've actually seen a couple of clips of it. Like, it is a punishing game. Like, two hits and you're done. Like, that's it. Game over. I was so pissed when I played it. What? Oh, so you, so you don't mess with, um... Uh, what is it? Uh, Helicord? I've never played it, actually. <sighs> you mess it up, bro. Helicord. For the record, I, I'm a fighting game guy. <laughs> All right, so then let us ask you, since... This, this episode is about you. Oh, then. yes. <laughs> what are... All right, so what got you into fighting games? Um, I appreciate the struggle. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, especially right now in 2023, people struggle to pay their bills. People struggle to hold their relationships together. Mm-hmm. People, you know what I mean? It's like... Just for me, it's like I feel like I've, I've, I've dealt with that. I mean, I think... Everybody, to some degree, have struggled with something their entire life. You know what I mean? Just like we actually spoke about earlier, as far as being able to um, escape. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But sometimes it's good to actually go into, go into a realm where you actually feel that you have a chance to be the victor. Yeah. Fighting games actually gave me that. Huh. Right? And when it came down to it, got my hands uh, when I saw Street Fighter for the first time I'm like oh no <laughs> I, I gotta put the I gotta put the gloves on you know what I mean everybody has thrown a Hadouken in the goddamn mirror you know what I mean yeah. like everybody's yeah. done that you know what I mean so just just me it's like that's just that's just me it's just like a video was just gonna give me a chance to actually I could actually write my own it give me the opportunity and the 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 ambition to actually be a hero in my own story you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. whether you escape, but at least you escape for a little bit. Like, sometimes, yeah. like, this will sound silly, because as a kid, I really tried to mold my life after the characters that I was playing when I actually played video games. So it was like, I felt like I had a little bit more confidence, actually, uh, when you see the you win screen. Yeah, I see that. You develop a personality that could be befitting to what you form. Yeah. I understand that the concept, because I had similar, like, aspect when I was younger. Yeah, so it's like that. It's just just having that little bit of confidence where you just feel like you just have nothing. You know what I mean? That little bit actually just does a little bit, like even for a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I can respect that. Me too. So Street Fighter is what you got. What got you started? So have you played every Street Fighter? I can honestly tell you, yes. Dang. All of them. Okay. Well, like, actually, like the, even the only remix? Street Fighter I have not played was Street Fighter One. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're not. That's that's really just a. TV so the platform. first Street Fighter Two World Warrior, I was. Well, putting the coins in the machine. I, oh, was, yeah. I was that. Guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I would actually honestly say. Well, obviously I play Street Fighter One on the emulator, but to me that doesn't count. Have right. I played Street Fighter? Have I played every Street Fighter? Logically, yes, I have. Understandable. But to me, Street Fighter One, if I have not. Put the, the quarter. Yeah, it doesn't count. Ah, doesn't gotcha. Count. All right, that I, I respect. Yeah. So, all right, so 
I didn't play, for me, I did not play all of the Street Fighters, but I would say the most notable one for me would be Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4 was the most notable one because I think that was the first fighting game on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 where it was the first fighting game you could play online. And I remember the chaos that game was... (laughs) On the first release? Jesus Christ. I didn't even know how to play Street Fighter. Yo, if you did not know how to play any fighting games, like... You are done, 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 done. You were, yeah, you were done, and of course, people would have their mics on, and the slander and the shit talking... I feel like I was, dodged a bullet at a young age. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Like, that was a moment that you really had to be there for when Street Fighter Four came out for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Whichever platform that you had it on, you was talking shit that whole night. Bro. I'm, I'm going to be real. Or you was getting shitted on that night. All right, all right, all right, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Dear God. How many times you got called the N-word, bro? A lot. <laughs> Same. A lot. Same for Mortal Kombat, so ironically. What is the most hilarious moment you got called the N-word? Um, spamming command grab with Zangief. That's <laughs> <laughs> minister. I, I, love I it. think the most hilarious time I was actually playing um Halo. The the first Halo. Oh boy. Ah. And uh, All right, Sam Waluigi like I understand. You, you get it, right? Yes. This guy knows how much of a troll I am. (laughs) But at the same time, he understands I back it up. So this one kid was calling me. All right, cool, right? Yeah. But you know they always say online, right? And this is the only thing that I miss about back in the days about playing video games. If you're going to talk your shit, back it up. Yeah. You know what they always say online? Remember back in those days... If you was in my city, X, Y, and Z, where you at? <laughs> Please tell me. You said- Zoom in. This, this camera right here, right? Yeah. Oh my this God. fool dropped his location and he was 20 minutes away. <gasps> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard someone say that. And this but, fool dropped his location and he was 20 minutes away. I'm like, you mean where the Shell gas station is over there? That's over here and these is the cross streets? <laughs> you never seen anyone logged off so goddamn fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard someone say that. <laughs> Let's talk shit and get hit. Dead ass. I'm just like, you really want to smoke? That's old school. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, all right. Hey, even you got to respect that. Yeah. I have to. That's, yeah, because it's just like, yo, if you're going to talk your shit, and you're you really about that life, all right, let's meet. Back then, and this is, not to expose it, but this is one of the questions that, that was posed, right? Yes. This is what I miss about old school video gamers with the, cab, with the cabins, right? And this is why, shout out to Flynn's Arcade. Mm-hmm. Get your good taste of the old, yeah. Shameless plug. Shout out to Flynn's Arcade. Love these guys. Please come over here. Bring your kids. Let them understand what an old school ass whooping is. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? If you go talk, you can talk all that shit online. Watch this. You know what I miss? Back then. Back then, when I used to be playing in Trinidad and Tobago. Dude. We used to put up our own money. Oh, you money matched. 
Yes. You fucking money match. We had money. We gave our $20 to somebody else to hold. Mm-hmm. And we got it in in Street Fighter, Samurai Showdown, King of Fighters, and you were elbow to elbow, sweaty knuckles. You sweating on each other, sp- yeah. spitting on each other, <sighs> right? That sounds but, right. <laughs> but if you talking trash, you right there. If you got to yeah. go that way, yeah. you go that way. These days, they just talk all that trash, and they have no repercussion. You see, yeah. back then, guess what? You're either losing the money out of your pocket instantaneously, or you got to knuckle up outside. Exactly. And I wish these kids over here that be talking, blah, 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 blah. There's no repercussions. Nada. And I wish we need. Don't, man. Don't get me started. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Fine. No, you're good because that's funny. <laughs> I grew up. I grew up in during that time. Uh, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I you're, grew up around right. that time. Which you're is like, right. you're right. If you're gonna talk shit, you're gonna get back it up. Back it up. Put it with your own money or put it up with your own knuckles. Exactly. I miss that. I was just simply because after the time. you knuckle up, afterwards I will never, I will never forget, man. <laughs> Samurai Showdown one. Oh no! Oh Samurai Showdown no. one. Galford was my guy. I was maybe 14 or 15 years old. I mastered Galford, and I'm not, dude. This ain't online. I'm on the sticks. The, between my knuckles was bleeding. Jeez. Because I used to hold the the controller like this. Mmm. So between my knuckles was bleeding, so and I was. Do, that's a weird way to use input, but as long as it works. No, but my input. No, the, it's actually really easy because like. Uh, right. So, zoom. If you don't mind, zo- zoom yeah. in real quick, right? So. You here, want me to get an arcade stick for you? I mean. Is this one right over there? Yeah, grab that real quick. I got you. Oh sure. It's like my method was just I just hold it right there, so it's like it's minimal movement, so I could just do this. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, like it's it's mad easy. So even. Half the time, I don't even have to use my whole, you know, my whole trigger movement. Thank you. Appreciate you. No problem. All right? So my whole movement was simply this, and this was my method. Like, I'm not, not to sound like an expert, but this was my method, right? So me putting the input was just simply a, a thumb flick. Ah. Right? So the first time, I was, I was doing all. You were doing your movement. Yeah. Right? So when I, so this one guy, I will never forget. Shout out to Cap, dude. I hope you're still alive, man. Like, I was 14. Bad, like, me and this guy, I was 14 or 15. And this guy was, like, 36. And, like, literally, if people saw me and him walk to the same arcade, everybody does this. Ah, oh, shit. Because me and him had a rivalry. <laughs> Flat out. <laughs> right? And you know that the fight is going down because with Samurai Shota, anybody who knows Samurai Shota, Anybody who knows me, any game that has a dog, that's my main. So Galfo was my guy. And the one thing I will never forget as a kid, that damn dog! (laughs) (laughs) Because my strategy was this. You can hit me with all the combos in the world. I will always interrupt your combos. Because I know I'm going to get hit. Because the frames didn't match. Yeah. But before you get to hit me, I already made the command... To have my dog reach out, so uh, by the time you get halfway through my com- through your combo, that dog is coming in and headbutting you and interrupting you. Oh, you're reasonably zoned. Oh shit! No, it's not zoned. I'm literally up on your face. So by the time you like, bam, bam, dog, stop it. 
<laughs> and then you can go for your loops. So my my strategy was simply this. <laughs> Everybody was doing this. My strategy was keep it right there when I got older. Huh. Uh, I've never seen that before, actually. So that was my strategy. So a lot of times where somebody coming in and attack is just... Huh. Okay, I can see that. So a lot of times... Yeah, because there's, there's minimum move. You're doing minimum movement. But a lot of my movement is either between... I'm not using my whole wrist. Yeah. But I'm using my thumb to flick it. Yeah. Uh, That's so really. That was, my, that was my strategy back I, in the day. So I used to piss a lot of guys off back in those days. But yeah, I, I used to do real money matches. Real money matches. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember them days too, especially when I remember when Mortal Kombat 3, 3 Ultimate, and Trilogy came out. Arc, they were um, at. Um, What's the name of the place? Like CC's Pizza. And, you know, me, a couple of my friends, we would go there and play. And some other dudes will come through and be like, hey, play me for Mortal Kombat, $5 game. All right, bet. And it gets heated to the point where <laughs> we throwing hands outside, outside of CC's. That's, the that, most like, that's how heated it gets because. That's such a Floridian sentence. He talking <laughs> shit. I'm talking shit. And what makes it worse because oh, I know you, you can relate to this. He's Jamaican and I'm Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it worse. <laughs> I even understand this. <laughs> oh my God. That is the war of the century, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like every Latino gets so, each other. <laughs> like, shit. So when people ask me um, why I like Mortal Kombat so much, people are like, "Bro, I have so much history with that game. <laughs> not just playing, not just playing online, but playing offline and playing all the other different games, God. especially the arcade cabinets. Like three Ultimate and Trilogy were my go-to games for like cabinets. Like, oh yeah, I'll play you in that game. And bro, it, it was heated during those. It was it was heated during those days, man. I feel like I dodged a bullet or I missed a golden opportunity at a young age. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm like, with this new generation of, um, you know, young kids, you know, growing up or not, they, they don't... They, they don't, don't get to back up their words. They don't yeah. get to back up their words, nah. I used to hear this in Call of Duty and all of this other games. I understand. <laughs> that's why it's like, bro, offline... Yo, F-word, off you... Like, like, offline, really? like, playing against someone offline, like, right next to them or whatnot, like... If you if you if you're not throwing hands in a game, better be ready to throw hands in real life. If especially if you're talking shit, that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, you don't wanna be like a LTGM Vis Viscount. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see what I did? I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I did? Double. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> I have to look this up later. Wait, you don't know about LTGM Viscount? No, I don't. Oh, oh you yeah, you you need to. Oh my God. YouTube. Low tier god versus uh Oh, I know about low tier god, but I haven't seen that video. Bro, that's what made LTG famous. Yeah. I know that man was roasting like half the internet already and he still is like Well, well he's banned. I mean, right now. Yeah. I can smell the beta. Like I hear nah. reading that shit had me laughing, do, but I'm like do, do your research, man. He yeah. made World Star, bro. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that's that's just is what it is. You know? Yeah, that's that's the great thing about fighting games is the you know, the rivalry that you have against other people and then of course oh, yeah. some of the heated moments where it's just like 
you looking at the person, the person looking at you, and you're like, are they going to fight for real? Or are they going to fight in the game? Or what, what's going to happen? I, I came up on that because, like I told you, bleeding, bleeding, you know, fingertips, bleeding between your fingertips or whatever, holding the stick the way that yeah. you are, and you're yeah. elbow to elbow. And there ain't no AC in this joint. And you're just nah. so close to somebody, and you just can't, like, shove away. Or try to. And that's why I have such a, a high in affinity or a high love for Def Jam Fight for New York because <laughs> I played, like, there, when that game came out and, you know, I got a, finally got me a PS2 and I'm playing against other people, like, wh whoever I can is just like, I want more games. And I'll play anybody. I'll play against anybody. Like, that's and – and there were times where he's like – we would fight in the game, and we would fight off the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Like, if you were asking me what's my favorite game, I'm going to try to pull up the special move with the fucking <laughs> Just play like Hey, I had a very wild teenage years. That's all I can say. My, my teenage years was pretty wild, especially 16, 17, 18, 19. What's wild. Your, what's your most underrated game? Underrated game? You next. I got something for you, too. Underrated game. I'm underrated. Underrated, underrated. Underrated or underappreciated? Underappreciated, okay. I would say... Fuck. Yeah, I got, I got hard questions for y'all today. I came with it. <laughs> because some of the games that I think is... It's underrated or slightly, like, popular. I would I'm going to just throw this one out there. Probably many people may not know of this game, but it's... um. It was very popular back in the PS3 era, uh, Resistance 2. I've heard of it. Okay. Resistance 2. They fucked it up with 3, but Resistance 2 was... That was the shit. I'm out of that. I'm out of that. Underrated series. I'd say the uh, Tenchu no. series. The Tenchu series? Yeah. Yeah, like, it was a niche group. Because that was, like, one of the rare stealth games you had multiplayer. Oh my god. And you, whatever weapons you use, you had to use them or you can pick them up. Oh man, I miss those classics. Oh, you kind of miss my. Miss yeah, my I'm that kind of guy that plays random shit. Nah, yeah. no, th no, that's cool because I remember Tenchu. Tenchu actually was like one of my favorite ones on the PlayStation, to be honest. Same. With you. It's Z, fire. Was, Z was my favorite for multiplayer. Then the PS1 variation you know was the hardest. Fine. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cap out on this one right here. <laughs> no, hold on. You probably might not like my answer. Go on. The only Splinter Cell where they actually had a multiplayer. You know, Chaos Theory. Yeah, where they had the PS2. Chaos Theory for the PS2. The one where, the one where like one team was like first person, and then the other one was like there was like actually no, it was um Blacklist. Ah, oh. Blacklist, yes. Blacklist. That's not I a bad thought choice. that was super underrated. That's yeah. not a bad choice. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. underrated. Like, that was like the last good Splinter Cell game, and we never... Oh, my God. I don't we think... Did, we... we did get another one after that, but it was ass. Yeah. It was for um, Black... Next Gen, but Blacklist for the PS3, Xbox 360. Wild. That is still such a good game to this day. Like, if you can get that game... On PC, like look up Splinter Cell Blacklist. That is such a good game. 
Like one of the best Splinter Cell games of all time. And the last, oh wait, where was it? Uh, Arkham, was it Arkham Asylum where they had the, the multiplayer too? That was amazing too. That multiplayer experience was amazing too. Without uh, Oh Arkham wow. Herb's pulled out the SOCOM. SOCOM. Yeah. Damn. Yes, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of SOCOM. I have all four SOCOM for the PS2. SOCOM 1, 2, 3. Yeah, I, I am. He, he really I, I, I played it all. I've, yeah. even, I've even played all of them on the PSP. Like, I've played a lot of SOCOM. And I've, I've seen this man's collection briefly, and it's true. SOCOM is, a, is fire. I can't even. Yeah. Like, this man had disc on disc on disc for every console working I, 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 and, I, and I'm a, and I'm a, well, you already know I'm a huge music and a hip-hop fan. Slot, shout out to Royster59 and Slaughterhouse. This is Voltron crew. It's whatever you folks want to do. We turn this bitch into SOCOM too. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Like, dogs. Oh, like, brotherhood games like that is just like crazy. It's like, even, like, am I bad for like loving, like going back to like the old school? Like, I like, no. I like the old NES games sometimes, man. It's like, I like Flying Dragon. We've had people that talk about the Sega Saturn. You know what? Fuck it. I don't... No, fuck it. <laughs> People don't talk about Sega enough. Why nobody is not talking about Sega revolutionizing the next era of video games? We don't give them enough credit for that. You got a point. Yeah, that actually makes because sense. Because I think... I, I think because OutRun, OutRun was damn near a 3D game before 3D games was out. I think because the fact that because Nintendo was still the go-to system up until Nintendo had a competitor. But Sega ran the arcades. They got the coins that is in true. the machines. That is true. Let's knock it off. Why we don't give them the credit? But they were smarter than all of us. They were just like, well, you don't want to buy our consoles? Fine. We just make sure everybody else pays us. Nintendo, Microsoft. PlayStation. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But nobody give. I don't really believe that people don't give Sega the credit. That's true. No, you you got a solid point there because you Dead look. Dead or Alive actually was probably the number one fighting game, at least to me, as far as mechanics is concerned. All right, yeah, Virtual Fighter. Whatever. When Sega came over, Dead or Alive, oh, game was over right there. And Soul Calibur. We done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Sega really did like. Yeah. Revolutionized things back in the um, back in the days because you already know the beef between dudes that love Nintendo and then of course dudes that love Sega. It was ongoing. Super Nintendo, it's Sega Genesis. When I was that broke, there. <laughs> <laughs> the and then growing up, you're like, if you had both uh, a Nintendo and a Sega, like you was balling. Yeah, that's you class. was balling. You you up you, class you, the society. By, by the way, all you Street Fighter fans out here, hey. Super Street Fighter was better on Sega. Shut up. Mortal Kombat was better on Sega. Kayate. Oh, wow, that's based. Kayate. That, that's I based right now. <laughs> I did not see that coming, actually. That's, that's a jab that I want to see people react to. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. Nah, nah, you're definitely not lying you, about it. You didn't that. see that coming. No, not at all. I'm literally yeah, going through like, the game list that Sega has. I'm astonished. But yeah, like Sega was like the Sega was like a you know a step ahead of Nintendo, especially the Super Nintendo. But Super Nintendo was the thing that a lot of people wanted to get. But if you were really into gaming, Sega was the go-to. Yeah, Sega had the now. 
Zoom in one more time. Oh, right. dear God. <laughs> All you people with the six buttons. <laughs> six buttons. Imagine you play a Street Fighter and you have to press. You only have three buttons and you have to use the start button to switch from punch to kick. If you can't do that, you could not play me a Street Fighter back in them days, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck with me. See what happens. <laughs> you know, Sega Saturn controllers are still a thing that people use. Fun fact. You know, a- you know what I'm talking about, right? That control configuration? Nah, I've never heard okay, of okay. it. Okay. Oh, so that, oh, so that's why that's why it was awkward. Okay, so let, yeah. me, give, let me give everybody some context here. Okay. Give us some context. So, if you're playing Street Fighter on... The Super Nintendo, you had six buttons, right? You had the shoulder button. Yeah, yeah. So cool. In the Sega, if you were playing Super it, Street Fighter or the Super Street Fighter, right? The graphics was better. It actually played more real life to the to the to the arcade, right? Right. But the thing is, is that if you have you have to have a six button controller, right? Uh. So the way how Sega did it, because remember, Sega Genesis was only three buttons. Yeah. So literally, when you started round one fight, you had uh, the three buttons, the punch buttons. So if you had to switch and do the same combos, you press start and it switches the punch buttons to kick buttons. That had to be irritating. So when you actually threw combos, you had to do light punch, light punch, start. So you have to do AA start, bomb, AA bomb, start. Oh, that is annoying. I would have walked away from the game if I had to go against someone like that. I, well, I mastered playing that. I was actually good at doing that. You're just like, (laughs) you're just like, Get your popcorn, get your drink. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a long combo. <laughs> right, but I actually used to beep. It was like, okay, here's a six button controller. It's like you're gonna beat me playing the three button controller. You only got three buttons. Watch what happens. I used to throw more combos. Watch the mix. Than them. I was mixing them up, and they were like, yo, how you switch? You only got three buttons. How you? And I'm doing their combos way more effectively than they did, just because instead of everybody had their their fingers up here. Yeah. This finger was actually hitting the start button. <laughs> <laughs> you play controllers optimally than more people have back then, Bruh. Judas. Hey, I mean, just look at it this way, right? If you want to make awesome. a, if you want to make a way, you make a, make a way, right? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Ain't, yeah. Bro, ain't Broly legs disabled? Yes. Doesn't he play Street Fighter with his face and he's one of the? Yes. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> You're right. You're freaking right. I was just introduced to Broly Legs last year, like about him, because I was learning about fighting games. Because this is technically my almost, well, my beginning of my second year, like getting into it. And I've seen Broly Legs play, and I'm just like freaked out that a man could do this. And, and he's nice. I gotta respect it. I gotta respect And he's nice, and he's halfway just playing with his face. He's oh, nice. Yeah. There's definitely no excuses for people that, can, that can't play games. If you want it bad enough, you're gonna do it. And you know what? Can we get a round of applause for, for Capcom? Do you know, did you realize what it did with Street Fighter 6? Street Fighter 6? They made two variations, the technical and then the modern controls. No, oh. forget that. Let me take my hat off for this. Oh, dear. They actually made the game that allowed blind people to play. Oh, because, oh. yeah, they have audio cues. They have audio cues. Oh, I did yeah, not I know that. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was my... They got audio cues. So, like, the audio cues actually let them know how far the character is, how, when a projectile... They... That's gonna be... I did not know that. That's going to be fun to, like, Salute observe. to Capcom, man. Yeah, they want everyone to play. 
salute to Capcom. Yeah, making it more accessible for more gamers that have disabilities because we already have, um, you know, unique controllers for people with physical disabilities to play some of these games. Yeah. And now what you, what you just told us where blind people can play this game, that is, that's game-changing right there. Right? Yeah. I don't know how accurate it's going to be, but I, I like the, the ambition and the thought in itself. So there's actually a whole fighting game community on blind people, fun fact. Really? I was also introduced to this by uh, Herbs. I was, I'm in their Discord. They talk about the types of blindness they have and like how their disabilities, how they can be better and improve, and even ask matches for people. And they have like their own league, and there's even a whole like tournament that donated to funds for these players and in these other like charities. It's a lot of respect, especially for Street Fighter Six, to do this, and have more people like included. So it's not like inclusive; it's more exclusive for everybody. Right. I have very high hopes for Street Fighter Six. I know it's going to be. It's going to be a really, really huge hit, especially here in South Florida. Oh, I ha- already have plans for when the game releases to have, have a special event here at Flynn's for it. So Have you played it? I have not. I've, I've played wh- a very little bit of it when um, one of our players... Parsec. What's up? Parsec. Barosec? Parsec. Parsec? What is that? Oh, Parsec. I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got you. I don't. I'll tell you later. Anyways. We'll we'll talk later. I got you. Anyways. I got you. So, yeah, we have a lot of heavy hitters that plan on joining this event and people that we've met that are excited for Street Fighter 6 as well. Yeah. Because I really feel like the effect that Street Fighter 6 is going to bring to everyone, I think it's going to also give people that same feeling that they had when Street Fighter 4 dropped. Yeah, you're right. Because there's a lot of enthusiasm going towards this game. The people that did get to play the closed alpha saying nothing but high praises about the online. The netcode is stupid amazing. good. Yeah. Amazing. Netcode the the is character amazing. customization is a little bit cursed. Yes. But okay. this is going to be looking like a very promising game, and I cannot wait for it. And, but yeah. It's two things I feel about it. I feel some type of way about it, right? Like, first off, I love the fact that they actually evolved the game where they actually went into the more realistic, well, not realistic, but hyper-realistic fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I love the artwork, right? Um, It's way better than what they did with Marvel versus Capcom. Infinite. Infinite, We don't talk about Basura! But... Garbage is perish. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't give a damn. But <laughs> but I love the fact that on top of that, aging the characters, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Great move. Super good move. Finally, Ryu and Chun-Li got some gray hairs and they look beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Seeing Ken look like the vagabond that to me he always has been as far as his character development and actually looking like he's homeless and like the, the way how they develop Ken in his fighting style and I pl- Yeah. It was long overdue. It's nice. The best Ken that they've ever put out there was Street Fighter Alpha 2. Sorry, Street Fighter Alpha 3. And... Sorry. 
I'm going to be petty. Moment 37. We all know what that is. Oh, yeah. Daigo versus... Uh, yeah. Like, come on. Moment 37. Like, that was the best Ken's... Yeah. Stop shaking your hand. You're a chun Lee fanboy. Nah, nah, nah. You just like them legs. But nah. <laughs> I do. Moment 37. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Moment 37 is actually, you know, it's like, you know, that Street Fighter 3 is like, to me, I thought was... Ken's best character design where he's actually more free-flowing where he just don't yeah, give a damn, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, to actually bring him the way that he is with the moccasins of Street Fighter Six, yeah, amazing. I think that character design for Ken was long overdue. But I do think Capcom cheating. Cheating? Yeah, because Ken now looks like Terry Bogard. Ah. <laughs> Ken Maybe. now looks like Terry Bogard and Garau. Watch, it'll be a cosplay. <laughs> yes or no? Kind of does. Kind of, kind of, sort of. Like, they explained his story on why he looks like that. Yeah. Because he got framed by the... Um, oh, anime. someone said Beguile, though? I'm sorry. I respect zoom, a drip. Zoom in right here. <laughs> Guile is Woody Harrelson, yo. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. I don't care what anybody says. Guile is Woody Harrelson, bro. But, like, they outdripped him, like, beautifully. Yeah, but he's Woody Harrelson, though. Bring Woody Harrelson and give Woody Harrelson a check, man. Next Street Fighter movie, Woody Harrelson, bro. Woody. <laughs> we good. You feel what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's dope. I love the realism. You know yeah. what I mean? And I love yeah. everything that they're doing with... I love everything that they're doing with Street Fighter VI. Um, honestly, I think Street Fighter VI took too long to get to this point. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, especially um, fighting game competitors, they want the next Street Fighter to be like launch in a really good state because we all know that street fighter 5 came out horrible it did it came out horrible not a lot of characters not a lot of features they had to patch it later in months they had to patch it multiple times yeah i I think the worst decision was luke luke is the worst decision yes Ooh, that's a good take that's a hot take that's a super hot take yeah luke is the worst decision are you talking about for Strive or six or five or six? I'm sorry, my brain's good. five. Luke. Okay. Yeah, because um, here's the last character they have for Street Fighter Five, and they made him too OP. Yeah, well, especially if it's projectiles or samples. Yeah. He has the fastest projectiles I have ever seen in any fighting game ever. And then his DP. No, his DP is a trash. It's just ridiculously goofy. But yeah, like people complained about Luke when he first came out. Like, yo, he's like ridiculously overpowered and then of course he's also going to be the main character for street fighter 6 that's a weird introduction that not many people expected yeah well i mean it's just like introducing alex for street fighter 3 what's the difference point taken like that's a really good point because they only introduced alex briefly for third strike but then everywhere else he's just like a side character and he's actually a phenomenal character yeah like i've only seen very few people like play him like to the teeth like I mean, Alex is a grappler. Not too many people play grapplers. True. But Street Fighter, I feel like it's going to be a little bit different because there are some really good grapplers and really good players that can know how to use these grapplers. So, you know, I think with Street Fighter 6, it's going to be wait and see. Oh, so- yeah. Yeah. But believe it or not, I'm actually more of a, um, at least growing up, I was more of an SNK guy. Was- SNK? Okay. Yeah. So, like, one of the first games that I mastered was, well, I probably mentioned before, Samurai Showdown. Like, I'm a, I, was, I was in love with Samurai Showdown up until Samurai Showdown 4. Okay. 5, they ruined it for me. 
they ruined Samurai Shodown. Mm, why was that? Um, they destroyed the mechanics. Mm. They destroyed like when the Samurai Shodown Five came out, they destroyed the mechanics that made Samurai Shodown Samurai Shodown. Oh, gotcha. Like if it ain't, you know, you, you know what I'm saying. If it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. Yeah, leave it alone. The formula works. Yeah. Right? I understand you want to add some things. You want to take a couple things away. But they literally redid the entire thing. And then they just, no, leave it alone. Right? So the last games that I actually mess with or actually, like, I'm still supportive of, believe it or not, Street Fighter, um, King of Fighters, because, you know, I'm a King of Fighters guy. You know what I mean? Um. I was with the Fatal Fury days. If you know what I'm saying, I followed Terry Bogart from Terry Bogart and Andy Bogart since Fatal Fury. If you know what I'm saying. And um, damn, Street Fighter. Oh, Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear. I was there from Guilty Gear One, man. <laughs> oh yeah, Varks is. Um, wait, I, I was there from. Are Guilty you talking Gear. about like Guilty Gear One or like? XX or the original. Uh, oh shit! You're talking about before they updated like five different times to, to what we call this plus R. Ah. Yeah, because there's X, there's XX, there's XX accent. I'm talking about the first time you saw Jesus Guilty Gear. Christ. I've been there. I was there. I'm that guy. Jesus. Yeah. I, I was the one that was playing Wu Tang. Wu Tang on, on PlayStation. I was playing that Wu Tang fighting game, sir. I'm that guy. <laughs> oh my God. I'm that guy. You're the first person I heard to say that. Yeah, I was there from Guilty Gear One, sir. I put a little tear down my eye. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm That's that old I respect it. I got dust on me, man. I'm trying to graduate to mold. Have mold. you played Strive or what are your thoughts on uh, Guilty Gear Strive? Once again, I appreciate you. <laughs> Because I did not know that they actually had the cross-play beta on Xbox. Ah. Trust me, I went dog shit ham over that weekend. And uh, by the way, anybody who's playing me on Strive Online or anywhere else, my main is Giovanna. Oh, God, you're like the third Gio I know. I like Giovanna. Other than that, I'm a Faust guy. Oh, dear God, you're the second Faust I know. <laughs> Actually, fourth, <laughs> technically. Damn, I'm one of your ex-girlfriends? Jeez, treat me like no, that. No, I have a lot of rivals. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're cute, but Jesus Christ, bro. I'm why adorable. You, why are you talking to me like that, man? Uh, show me some respect. God damn it. <laughs> so, I'm cracking, I'm cracking up in the comments because you're asking, uh, why not Soul Calibur? Huh? Why not Soul Calibur? You know what? No love for Soul Calibur. Actually, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Soul Calibur was trash after Soul Calibur 2. Sorry. Damn. You know, that's a hot take. I mean, 3 was one of my personal favorites. Same. But then when it came to, like, the last installment, I felt like it was oversaturated. 3, I think they put too much into 3. Now, I love 3. Oh, yeah. The GameCube edition was awesome. Right? But when you start adding in extra characters and start taking away from certain mechanics of the game, is yeah. where I have a problem. Is I have a problem with it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So... To me, when Soul Calibur came out, and here's why I say um, Soul Calibur 2, there was another game that was out at the time. I forgot what was the name of it, but it was exactly like Soul Calibur, but the only thing is is that one slash, you're done. Bushido Blade is what that sounds yes. like. Yes. Yes. 
I've never played a game, but I know enough about it because that's like hey, punishing. Play Hellish Court, and you'll understand why I love Bushido Blade. Oh goodness gracious! It's punishing. I might get Bushido Blade as well just for the hell of it. Try it, because when you realize that one wrong move and game is done, you're gonna look at button mashing differently. You can't button mash. Lord. Mm. But you us. Gotta, you gotta think about just like in real life. Hey, you threw the wrong punch. You did. Yeah. Hey, uh, you was talking a lot of shit over there. So, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, with Soul Calibur, the last installment, I think it's been long gone because Bandai Namco, they really just don't want to touch it. I think Bandai Namco has messed up a lot of titles. Another hot take. Oh, no, I actually agree with this. You, you're right. Bandai Namco has tried to turn everything, especially if the name Bandai Namco does some things very good. But the second I see Bandai attached to it, guess what? That game is going to be a cheesy arcade game after, after a year or two. I can see that. Shenmue. Shenmue, yeah. Ooh, wow. Hot take. You're the second person that mentioned this. Shenmue 1, great. Shenmue 2? <laughs> I feel like you saw the show and you're just like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> but uh, Soul Calibur, it definitely feel like um, it's very. They had like a few guest characters here and there. The customization is very nice, but the game overall, it still feels wonky. I mean, there is a small competitive community for it. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to expand. In my personal opinion, I do respect the community though. They should have focused more on Power Stone than that. I agree with that. I messed with Power Stone. I never touched Power Stone. It's one of those goofy arena fighting games. B by the way, um, if you go on YouTube, check out Channel, Channel 4 Bus on YouTube. I actually have a beat that I actually made off of that soundtrack. Okay, that's cool. Um, by the way, actually... Oops, Ooh. Not bad. By the way, I actually miss where uh, video games actually had like a, a, a more focused soundtrack. Um, one of my favorite video games back in the day, believe it or not, was Battletoads just because of the pause music. Huh. Hmm. That's a new one. <laughs> That's a whole vibe. <laughs> now, if you actually go back when they released Killer Instinct. Oh, yeah. The Ultra for Rash, if you actually really pay attention, it's actually the pause music. Huh. Seriously? For the original Battletoads. Interesting. I, did I didn't even know that. I go back and look at it. Go back. You go on YouTube. I dare anybody here in the chat room who's checking this out, right? Or anybody who's actually looking at this. Go and look at any video of Rash's Ultra, and you'll realize that the timing is literally the pause music for the original Battletoads. That's a whole vibe. Did not know that. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what gaming... All right, so... When it comes to, like, gaming soundtracks, because I, I want to um, explore a little bit deeper on this one. Ooh. Which three games have really good gaming soundtrack? Assassin's Creed, number one. Good points. Okay. As a matter of fact, screw that because that's a cheat code. Minus one. <laughs> no, because anything that is produced by this guy is God level. I forgot his name real quick. But whoever produced the Assassin's Creed soundtrack, I think he also did the one for Metal Gear and a lot of Prince of Persia too. The dude actually does movies, movie scores. But Assassin's Creed soundtrack, um, Assassin's Creed 2 soundtrack, the, the 
like specifically that one is probably one of my favorite ones. Oh yeah, it's crazy. That's classic. Halo Two, which is probably by the same guy too, but amazing. The last one. That's always pressuring. Def Jam, Fight for New York. Yep. Yep. That's a yep. great. Because I mean, I'm a hip hop head, like duh, right? You know what? Forza Horizon. You know, really? That's Forza universe. Horizon is how I discovered the Arctic Monkeys. Huh. That's because I monkey. go crazy because here is where I want to be. And I go. You just got a vibe. Like, I, well, I never played Forza because I'm on PlayStation. Dude, one of the radio stations. That's how I found out about the Arctic Monkeys. Wow. The silver lining, Lone Ranger crowd into wow. an open space in I, my mind where she's not right there beside me. Down. I go crazy cause here is where I wanna be. <laughs> For real. That's a whole ass vibe. <laughs> For real. Like I'm all about different kinds of music and like when I hear something I've never heard before, I'm like, like, this is going to be bangers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm throwing a, 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 a good fourth. All of Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Yes. The radio stations are always bangers. Yes. Can't go wrong with that. If you go in Forza and you go in Grand Theft Auto, you're always going to find something new. And to be honest with you, Grand Theft Auto, when it was in New York, guess how we found out about Uncle Murder? Anybody can get it, and I don't got a problem taking care of the witness. Now, if you don't know who Uncle Murder is, he no. does the wrap-ups, the yearly wrap-ups now. Oh. The hip-hop wrap-ups. I'm like, nah. I'm drawing a blank in my mind. Nah, he does a wrap-up every year. If you look up Uncle Murder wrap-ups, he started off from Grand Theft Auto soundtracks. And, huh. this, and this dude is like damn near a staple in hip-hop. Every single year, people's like, are we going to get another wrap-up? Are we going to get another wrap-up? Interesting. And he I talks never about knew that. everything, man. I think the most famous one we talk about, um, yeah, I can't say that on here because we go get canceled. But <laughs> that one line he said. <laughs> there's, there's a soundtrack I'm going to have you look up later. The Afro Samurai soundtrack for the game. RZA. RZA's the one that runs it. Who are you talking to? I, I, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure you knew about that. <laughs> what if I told you I have that whole entire... You know what? I'm going to fight you. Watch this. What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> I'm fight you. I'm going to fight you. You talking about Afro Samurai. Talk to me about Cowboy Bebop, motherfucker. By the way, I have the entire DVD collection and both movies. What's good? What about, what about the Samurai X? I actually have that whole series. You have and, Samurai X? Holy shit. Um, I you sucks for Rooney Kenshin. Hey, YouTube.com slash Channel Forbus. I actually sampled that soundtrack, too. It's on oh. there. You actually get the making of that beat, too. What's good? Oh, my God. I got to watch that later. I know what I'm doing later. I'm, I'm low-key hype. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta make sure. I'm like, I don't know if you wasn't expecting this energy, but yeah. No, no. <laughs> I gotta respect it. I gotta, I gotta respect it. Hey, 
R.I.P. Mitra Algernon. Um, still in package, record of Lotus Wars. Knock it off. Shit. All my nostalgia, because I feel like my dad remembers this shit too. Hey, hey. <laughs> Robot Hunter Kashan, what are we talking about? Robot Hunter Kashan, bro. Feel so old. No. Hey, hey, hey. You know my MD Geist? I don't actually. Uh. <laughs> I love that look. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, shit. You know my most dangerous Geist? No. Ah, you miss it. do I. What? Oh, now you. All right, so, all right, so, you'll excuse on that one. It's just me. That's actually a very good one. If you check that out, fire. MD guys. Robot Hunter Kashan. All right, so we know about Tekka Man. Tekken? No, Tekka Man. Tekka Man. Yeah. Nope. Never heard of it. Well, it, that, that character is actually in um, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. He's actually really? in there. Yep. He's one of the characters in there, Tekka Man. They call him Techno Man in some place in, in the U.S. They call him Techno Man, but it's Tekka Man over there. Tekka Man. Tekka Man. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, fire. You know what I'm saying? Oh, by the way, one of my favorite 3D fighters, uh, Rival Schools. I mean, come on, Batsu, man. Batsu, like, come on, man. Dude, I'm on that. I tell you, I'm a fighting game connoisseur. I'm a fighting game connoisseur. Hey, I, I don't call these names out of nowhere. Obviously, no, no. You, have, you have a reference that <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. You, yeah, and I'm just like, I am like drawing blanks in my mind as you're, Wait. you know, naming these out. I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm thinking, ooh, and I'm just uh, like, wow, I'm so like, in a different spec. Hey, you could Google them. Like, you could, Wait, bro, yeah. how do you feel about the Jet Set Radio like, soundtrack? Amazing for its time. I think it was needed for its time. And you know what? I think Jet Set Radio, at least for that time. Um, it was very unique, like the EDM house kind of vibes. I love Jet Set Radio because it was the, for the first time where Japanese producers actually tried to show Japanese culture. Yeah. Then, and I wish they put out more games like that. Not just the, because bro, as soon as you say, oh, Rise and stuff like that. Show me the modern culture. And Jet Set Bomb Radio. Bomb Rush City. Huh? Bomb Rush City. It's a predecessor of Jet Set Radio. I, I never, I, okay, so it's I, coming out soon. Uh, okay, so good. I, I got some to look forward to. But I wish that they put out more games. Yeah, I think they're going to have the same like, music style going on. I wish they put out more games like Jet Set Radio. I enjoy Jet Set Radio. Yeah, I had a lot of freedom. In I enjoyed Crazy Taxi. Yeah, Ooh. I love Crazy Taxi. Right? Even though they're more based in San Francisco, but I would love to see more. There was, you know what? There was actually one game I've actually been hunting down for the longest time, and maybe you guys could help me out. It was like a police game, and they dropped it for the first Xbox, and you have to chase True crime it. in New York City? No. Damn. No, it was in Japan. It was strictly in Japan. It literally was based in Japanese culture. Nope, never mind. I'm thinking Chinese culture was a sleeping No, the, No, like, but Jet Set Radio, like, you know, going back to the point, I wish that Japan released more games that actually based it in current Japanese culture, even though there are. Um, there's this one ghost game that's coming up pretty soon. I think it's out already. I forgot what's the name of it, but it looks pretty damn dope. But I, I actually want to see that's actually set in Japanese culture that has nothing to do with ghosts, goblins, demons, or something like that. Just show me something that, that like a tour, like a yeah, like introduce me to your stuff because Grand Theft Auto, you get to know Florida, you get to know New York, you get to know California, right? Um, 
you got Splinter Cell, you get to see France, you get to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all yeah. these different unique cities and places. Yeah, so, and like, Hitman, Hitman, Jesus Christ, like, the, the speed run, I've been watching Hitman speedruns, that's actually my guilty pleasure right now, like, the, the speedrun competitions really, on like, Hitman. That's it, so it, funny. Flicking crazy, right? But I would love to see more games that come out that actually is based in Japan that has been told these stories being told by Japanese people stop with the traditional stuff show me what it is now show me your hip hop culture now show me your your family culture now I, show I me say the same culture. thing with medieval games because there's just a lot of like big ass monsters and just a blonde haired guy with a big ass sword fighting creatures to the death just to save the princess and some shit we've seen that for yeah. the last 30 years give, yeah. us, give me something else yeah, yeah. give us something new like the game awards I still can't forget how lackluster it felt also, shout out for Elden Ring winning. I'm sorry, Herbs. <laughs> Elden I, Ring's the shit. I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch. A, I don't watch award shows anymore, man. It's like it's not even just like in video game awards and stuff like that, but it's just like just you know, I, like me mostly like my primary goal is music. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And. Even music is just it becomes so saturated. It's like stop pushing this narrative. Why are we not giving the underdogs any credit? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like like I said, I mentioned the dishwasher. Both of y'all looking at me with blank stares. That was yeah. one of the most amazing games, right? Shank. Shank was very oh, I've very. Played, yeah, I played Shank. I know about it, but I haven't played it. Shank was super. Un you could agree with me. Shank was super underrated. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? I was hoping they would make a Shank three because Shank two was perfect. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, give 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 people more more credence to actually go. But even though I'm actually, I, I'm I'm really trying to be very hopeful because mm -hmm. now that they dropped the Unreal Engine 4, have you seen the demos of the Superman game this guy made by himself? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen some videos of it. Holy crap! That Superman game probably will probably be the only good Superman game yeah. if they ever Because there's it. only yeah. been like two that have been relevant. We don't talk about the one. No, I'm talking about the only good, good one. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Because both, you know both yes. of them were trash. Yeah. Bro, I remember the first Superman game they released in the arcade, and I walked away off of my money. I'm like, I'm playing this crap. Trash. I played the one on 64, and I've also Same. played the one on Xbox. All right. But. Cringe. I'm waiting for what these Chinese developers are going to do with the Unreal Engine because there's one that's coming out. I forgot what's the name of it. I think it's Lost Souls Aside. Ah, uh, I've seen gameplay of that. Bro. That shit looks good. It does. Bro. It does really This will probably be the only time I will either spend $2,000 on a computer or buy a console because that whole dragon concept. Yes. And that dragon is his weapon. The Yeah. Like, give us something completely unique that hasn't been done, done before. before. Yeah, because we're, because we're for, for us that are, you know, up in age, you know, gaming for so many years, we've seen all the... The know, transitions, the transgressions, yeah. the hood, all the, the generic before. shooters. Yeah, yeah like, it's been, like it's been done before. It's like, we want to see something new, unique, and done right. So now you actually mentioned that because now you're saying that we up in age here. Good. I like that you mentioned that. What do you think about these video games actually being created as movies? Oof. It's it's good. 
God. All right. I would say the last one that I experienced would be God of War Ragnarok. And no, like when they actually did a full on movie with it. Assassin's Creed was trash. I'm so sorry. Oh, like video games that become a movie. Right. Oh, okay. All right. So with that, I would say the only one, in my opinion, that I feel like they have done it. They've done it right and stuck to the source material because I'm big on that. Sonic. You're right. You're Sonic is the only one that they have done it right and they're sticking to the source material. And you know what? Sega listen to the fans too. It's really great. I haven't seen it yet. But other than that, some of the other previous video game movies, dog shit, trash, horrible. Assassin's Creed was one of the worst ones I've seen. They like I've seen that movie. It was I lo- terrible. I love the placements, the setting, but I just you, hated you, the you, fucking you, plot. You, you're gonna hate me, but you're gonna love me at the same time. With Go my on. Answer. If you say okay. Super Mario Bros., so help me. Nope. Thank God. Mortal Kombat. Do you know which one Wait. are we talking? The Mashima version. Oh, the fan-made version. That was really good, actually. I've never seen a fan-made version. So, generic Mortal Kombat universe, like, the actual fight choreography was perfect on point, even the fatalities. They had a different story for each variation of the characters. Like, Reptile fighting Johnny Cage and killing him. Reptile looks like a whole reptile. Like, it looked realistic. Mm -hmm. And I wish they made more of this, but I know exactly what you're on about. So, this is what I loved about Mortal Kombat. They didn't... So, I know you're big on... I'm big on Mortal Kombat, yes, and I've no, seen. No, no, you're 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 big you on. It. No, you're big on sticking to the original lore. Yeah, and the source material. They went completely off of it. Oh yeah, they went off the rails. Oh. But they made it logical. They made it made sense. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, reptile was a baby that was deformed to where his skin was almost inside out, so it actually formed scales. Hmm. Cabal was a doctor that went mad, sharpened his teeth into fangs, and surgically in- implanted implanted blades and stuff like that. Hmm. So even though you had the different realms and stuff like that, they didn't go as far as like, oh, there was this. And they showed these fights like actually guess, happening. But you probably love this more. Guess guess who was Jax? Don't know. Spawn. Yeah, Keith David. No, Michael J. White. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, good pick. Good pick. I'm low-key pissed they didn't continue with it. That is a good pick. Michael J. White was Jax. Yes. And that I, is a really, really good plus pick. Plus, the Kano lore actually made sense. The Kano, Kano like, every, but let, let me tell you something. The last episode they did, what, in the first season, they did a CGI sector and Cyrax. Trust me, that fight scene it looked good. Incredible. Damn, I gotta, I gotta see this. this is and then I'll the second season, they did a whole lore Wait, there's on a, Kung Lao. There's a second season? They did a whole lore on Kung Lao and, and Liu Kang in the second season. There's a second season? I yeah, didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah. But after the, you know, before they deleted the channel. But yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. They, they, gotta they, find a way to pirate that They bitch. did every, Oh, no, you can find it. You can find it. I'll, I'll give you links. I'll, I'll, Sweet. I got you. I got you. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they... So, not necessarily a movie, but even Street Fighter, they did better. Yeah. Did you see Street Fighter when they dropped Street Fighter V? That same group did Street Fighter. They had Laurel versus Ken, and then um, Nash came in. 
And it was Laurel. Yeah. I, I, this I gotta see. Machinima is very. They did it right. This I gotta see, because I had my thoughts of the last Mortal Kombat movie Trash. and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen a couple scenes, and it's just like, wait a minute. So Jax lost his arms, not by Goro. I don't, I'm not watching that crap. God damn. <laughs> Kano, like, Kano carried. Not the car, not the cartoon that they dropped. Yes, that was fine. When Johnny Cage jumped off and threw the two movies. <laughs> you know, yeah. I never bothered watching the cartoon, like the animated series. Was oh. it good? You should watch it. Better. Yes. What? Okay, I want to make sure. Wait, do do you watch animated series at all? All right, hold on. Oh dear lord. Where you find this guy, man? I don't know, man. Where you find this guy? <laughs> At a convention. You, you don't. You find this guy? You, yeah, you, that's, you, that's, you, that's actually true. You, you watch anime series? Yes. I have like so many. T- I have dirty something anime tattoos, actually. You said you have dirty something? Do you watch? 20 something anime tattoos that I've seen. Yo, you, you, you wash your arms, bro? Often. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some, sometimes the tattoos just don't come off. <laughs> Yeah, like I like when I watched that Mortal Kombat movie. I did. I, I was bitching a lot rather than enjoying the movie for what it was, because I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. This don't make no sense. This is stupid. I hated the. I hated the movie from. The only thing that I liked from the previews that I saw was the fight between Mortal, uh, between uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero. I was think it, that uh, yeah. Scorpion if, if, Revenge. If, if you. Yeah, you gotta watch that. Okay, fire. I'm gonna watch it later. That was fire. That was fire. I said, the only thing they need to do for the next Mortal Kombat movie, kill off this fucking character named Cole. Kill him off. Or just say he's in vacation oh, or something. He well, yeah, that was the other thing, too. Who the fuck is Cole? Exactly. They, they added an original character. Is his last name Slaw? Because this ain't make no damn sense to me. No, it does <laughs> no. not. It doesn't go well as a dish either. But, like, ex-MMA fighter failed the uppercut. His signature uppercut finally gets it. I'm just well, like, that's cool. Name him Johnny Cage for crying out loud. Like, what the hell are we bullshit. talking about? Yeah. No, man. But like the la- But trust me, if you go back and you watch the machine, you know Machinima, right? Uh, the old YouTube channel. It yeah, Machinima. Exist. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I used to watch the Sonic go for back Hire series. And you f- like the the channel doesn't exist anymore. I don't know why. Right. But if you go back and you find, as a matter of fact, they actually have a rented on YouTube the Street Fighter one. On YouTube. Oh. Mm, right? Okay. And that was the only Street Fighter movie that they actually made it, ju- gave it justice, which is the origin of Ryu and Ken. And then they did it. <gasps> I fucking remember it. Good. It, it finally clicked. Good. Because they talked about the scene of how they learned Hado. Right. Yes, I remember this. So that was fire. I was never in Street Fighter, but watching that was so fucking cool. Right. And then when Street Fighter V came oh my out, God. they did Street Fighter. It kicked in. They did Street Fighter Resurrection or whatever it is, and that's where they actually based it around Street Fighter V. And they actually did a good job with that. It only. They oh only my did God, like Machinima was those motherfuckers that did it. Yes, you definitely need to watch it because it's actually something I just remembered. And they did a good... Oh. Yeah, because they showed Dark Ryu briefly. They showed, like, Ten truly doing Shoryuken. Like, these scenes were nicely animated CGI. Like, oh, my God. Forbes, you're a fucking genius. I just remembered this shit. <laughs> Going around down the list of who came was like, yo, who, who the hell is Dan? Like, they, 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 literally, they literally put those little little, little cue points in there. Like, yo, those little Easter Dan? eggs. Those little jabs. Like, who's Dan? You know what I'm saying? And right. then, fun fact, Dan is... Probably the most overpowered character in Street Fighter Five, but oh, wait, wait. You're, you're gonna start fighting. You're gonna get people fighting you at this point. Yeah, was good. But I do know about the Danfinite. 
garbage. That was the funniest shit I've ever watched. Dogs. Right? Because they just showed it, la- I think last year, that somebody did a Danfinite and got banned from a tournament. Dan is crazy. That's the most base thing I've ever saw. Doll. And it's... Shout out to people who can actually pull that off because that's a lot of inputs. Yes. The same input for like 30 seconds. That's pain. That's, Bro. That's why everyone should get a hitbox. Bro, if you ever played the original King of Fighters 98... Oh, no. I tried. Okay. That's why, that's why I came from. Trust me. That's a lot of inputs. Like, like playing King of Fighter, like the, la- the, the latest one. I 15. Can't even, I can't even play it. Because there's a lot of inputs. Oh, my God. It hurts my brain just thinking about it. Oh, People- no. Forget. No, 15, I think, actually has less inputs than um, 13. What? That hurt my brain a little bit. Really? I think so. Have you ever tried the trials? I, I might be wrong on my numbers. Is he a 13 I mean- or 14? There's um 15 that's out now, 14, and then 13. 13 was the last one that I remember playing on the PS3, and I actually loved that one a lot. And then now playing, and then I played a little bit of 14, wasn't feeling it. 15, uh, I, 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 haven't given, I haven't given it time to you there's know no judge it. What I've looked at it, plus there's no room back. Huh? Hmm. You know what's really? that? Still, SNK has not really done much. They're slowly, they're slowly feeding oh, us. Okay, so which one of you guys have ever played Garou, Mark the Wolf? No, I have never played it. Okay, have you guys ever played any video game that includes Rock Howard? No. no. All right, I, I can't. I'm one of those people that like just got into fighting games recently. <laughs> oh, you suck. I know. So far. So far. <laughs> you feel like, me? Because like Rock Howard has a Rock Howard has a pretty much a twenty-three button input for a fifteen hit combo. That, ah, shit. Uh, that takes about forty five percent of your life. Shit. If you execute it correctly. And, you, and, and, and I learned that from Garau Mark the Wolf when he was first introduced. Dang. Shit. That hurt Damn. my brain. 23 inputs for 15 hit combo for 45% damage. Yeah. Here, you need, my, you gotta... you need my new snack box. No, no, no. No, you Yep. Oh, by the way, Samurai Showdown 4, um, you would actually like, I, I think you, well, you just got into fighting games. You would actually appreciate this. I do play this. a Sam show. I dabble with it. Okay, Samurai Showdown, is it three? Actually, it was I never played none of the Samurai Showdown. I played the latest. Samurai one. Showdown 3. So, we were talking about the, ar- the arcade, you know, old school arcade, like how we missed the arcade. Yeah. Games, right? So, back then, the money bet was not whether or not I could beat you. The money bet was how fast I could kill you. Mmm. <laughs> right? And my money bet was whether or not you could last 10 seconds. Damn. Oh, shit. That's savage. That's no, that was the money bet. The money bet, hell. can you stand in front of this little kid for more than 10 seconds in one round? That was the money bet. Oh, my God. Mm. I can imagine the inputs. Well, the inputs were simply this, because every character has a, a confirmed combo. The confirmed combo instantly fills your, your gauge. 
the second you actually, it's a 14 hit combo. Every character has this 14 hit combo, but you have to execute it perfectly. But you have to land the first hit and be able to fully execute the entire combo, right? Once you execute that combo, your meter is full. The only thing that matters after that point is when they get up, can you confirm the next hit? Interesting. As soon as they get up. So if you get the first time, you're in. Now, that combo takes about six to seven seconds. Jesus. So you got three seconds to finish the job. Hmm. No, that three seconds is whether or not you fake this dude out or not. <laughs> <laughs> and that was up to $200 bets. What? Do you last 10 seconds against this guy? That's nuts. That is that throws me off too. That is nuts. Yep. It's weird that somebody mentioned Marvel versus Capcom. Dear God. I mean, we said something about Infinite, but it was like yeah, Infinite, ass. Infinite is trash. I mean, the best Marvel versus Capcom. Infinite is probably the best one since it has rollback as of now. No, the best Marvel versus Capcom. Or Marvel versus Capcom too. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hands down. Fight me about it. I don't care. Marvel versus <laughs> Capcom. I don't play Marvel. I don't even play the game. Marvel versus Capcom too. Um, the hidden characters, the, the a lot of Easter eggs. Um, the only thing that it could have left out of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was Shadow Lady. Um, she could have been completely left out. That game would have been perfectly fine. Um, Understandable. Some of the other characters was kind of cool, like Venom, um, uh, we could, uh, the Iron War Machine and stuff like that or whatever. But at least they actually put those guys in with, with certain flaws. So, once you understood what those flaws were, you're cool. Um, Glitches aside, like freezing the the game with, um, what do you call it, Uh, Nasylock or whatever, that that, uh, pirate lady. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so aside from that, um, yeah, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was great. They could have just left that Shadow shadow Lady, and that game would have been perfect to me. I agree. I mean, Killer Instinct, yeah, we spoke about Killer Instinct. Uh, Killer Instinct... Yeah, like, hey, go do your research, man. Killer Instinct, Rash's uh, Ultra is the pause music for the first Battle Toads. Go back and look at it. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. As a matter of fact, you know, when they actually introduced Killer Instinct and then when they introduced Rash, they actually pointed that out. Hey, his uh, Ultra is actually the pause music for the first Battle Toads. <laughs> That's good to know. Man, so, do respect the cameos. Oh, yeah. I do got to ask you this, though, and that is, what are your gaming pet peeves? Something that bothers you. Could be offline. Well, te- online. well, technically, we actually talked about this, right? Motherfuckers just talk shit online and just don't fucking back it up. I miss the Not days where you bit. elbow to elbow sweaty and you're going to be talking that shit. You're going to be talking. And you just, like, <laughs> want to go at it. Right? Go at it. But if you want to talk about pet peeves about gaming... Teabaggers. Sorry. <laughs> we know quite a few. Y'all teabaggers over here. Let me tell you something, right? Remember I talked about my, my, my 10 second bet? Yes. Let me explain to you something. Here's why I don't respect you teabaggers. Hold on. Let me make sure you see my face. Hey, teabaggers. Here's rules about teabagging. Okay? There's something that we like to say back in the kitchen. Back in the day, called FTJ. You know what FTJ stands for? Finish the job. If round one starts and you start teabagging, 
your mother can't give you the ass whooping better than I can past this point. <laughs> Knock it off. And just because you happen to be better than somebody, don't really give you the right. And to be honest with you, a lot of you guys that actually do teabag, remember when you turn the console off? Yeah, I just hit that guy with a double perfect and I teabagged him. You just hit the down button a couple times. When that console turns off, your life still sucks. Holy shit. I love this. Just saying. Teabaggers, <laughs> you'll just knock it over. I, I, just, I just think it's silly. Like, that was the, 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 that was the people I don't respect. That's it. You feel what I'm saying? Sorry to get that rant off. But right, yeah, you're good, you're good. That's how I feel about well, I think, it. I think we got some guests. I'll go handle it. Um, Waluigi, we're down to pet peeves and, you know, closing remarks. All right, cool, man. Yeah, what else pet peeves do you have? Like, anything you hate online, story-wise, game? Story-wise, I just wish that more people actually be more creative with the writing, to be honest with you. Uh, I miss when games actually cared about the writing. As a matter of fact, I miss when games actually cared about the gameplay. Yeah. There has been at least five games in your lifetime that you've played where the game isn't the best graphically, but you enjoy playing the game because you, the game felt good playing. Like, you appreciate the story. You appreciate the story. Not only that, like, you appreciate how... Like, you feel like you're... You're doing something. Yeah. You're accomplishing something. Yeah. I miss when, I miss when developers actually cared. Because right now, these days, and I think a lot of times with... Um, the best way I can actually break it down... I hate that a lot of this is actually being made a lot easier. I love the fact that games are a lot easier to make, but I hate that games are a lot easier to make. Yeah. Because the fact that games are a lot easier to make, I think people like actually put less copy. care into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I miss when shit was difficult. Yeah. Yeah, where it took time. And it then took time. It took effort. You are not creating this unless you actually give a damn and care to. Because people take years building a game and such. Or now it's, you just say this took a couple of years, but people used to talk about it take five, six years. Lost, oh, by the way, Lost Souls aside, you know that was one guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? There was one game, man. I wish that this game actually came up, but he actually dropped the project, Drunken Lizard Games. Um, no Heroes. First-person shooter is actually the best first-person shooter I've ever seen that oh, actually wow. should have came out. It used to be on Steam. He actually threw out a demo, but it never got approved and stuff like that. And oh, then, that's sad. Uh. I, yeah, but, like, he actually, you being in the military, you being a, you know what I mean? Oh, by the way, thank you for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your, you in the military, too? No. Okay. Thank you, too, though. You're welcome. But thank, you your <laughs> thank you for your service. Appreciate that. You know what I mean? Um, I give credit where credit is due, but... You could appreciate this. Imagine playing Call of Duty and he actually pays attention to a 45 degree side, iron sight. Oh. Yeah. So you have a sniper rifle. All the other games is like, okay, you either shoot off the hip or you go through the scope. Yeah. He actually paid attention to the sniper rifle. You can add a 45 degree iron sight. Yeah. For huh. close range. That's what he pays attention to. Um, bullets, he actually pays attention to density of buildings. So you could get shot through a building. Huh. It's been a while since That's I've heard how about much that. detail he pays attention to it. Yeah. Very few games give 
you know, that um, attention to detail when it comes to certain games, especially like your open world games yeah. or games that are not open world, but they're like semi open world. But this is a, his he, he said that he was actually was trying to put an alternative to Call of Duty. Uh, the, and then on top of that, he added parkour elements to it. Mm. Oh. So imagine Mirror's Edge cross with Call of Duty. Sounds like Titanfall a little bit. Yeah, and that one game, um... Titanfall, I miss Titanfall. Yes, we did. You know yeah, what? I'll do. There was a... There was a up there. That was my other the biggest disappointment. That game was so amazing. Titanfall 2, the story. It was ahead. Yeah, I love Titanfall 2. I say it's ahead of its time, and then they just dumped Apex Legends with it, but that's yeah. not important. There was another game. A Brink. Another... Uh, Brink oh. that was on... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember I, that. You just hurt my feelings right there. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember hearing about that game. He said, bro. Yes. Nah, bro. A first-person shooter game with parkour elements. Oh, I remember that game. That game was... I'm going to go bootleg that game tonight, bro. Holy crap. That was fun. Microsoft, you didn't hear that. But God. Microsoft, <laughs> you didn't hear that? <laughs> Oh my God! Brink Great was... concept, but the execution when the game came out, it was bad. But the gameplay was fucking amazing. Oh. That whole game was amazing. Pain. Because <laughs> I remember during that time, you had a lot of games that were being made around the PS3 and the Xbox 360. They were all trying to be. They're all trying to dethrone Call of Duty, especially after the success of Modern Warfare 2. You see all these other shooters yeah. trying to emulate Call of Duty instead of being their own original game. And I think the only game that was like a good competitor to them was Battlefield with Battlefield 3. Yeah. As far as multiplayer, as far as a shooter comparison, because um, I, got, I got one more game I could throw in the ring. Um, it wasn't a multiplayer. Oh. I forgot the name, but that was where... Oh, my bad. Um, but that was where our homeboy used to be drinking all the time. I used to have a leash to, to pull guys in. Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, that game was amazing. That's from Epic Games, Unreal. It was a part of, they also had a reference to Gears of War having a Lancer. Oh, yeah. by, oh, by the way, Unreal. I know you dropped the new Unreal Engine 4. Can we get another Unreal tournament game? Oh, I think it's overdue. Gosh. <laughs> Can we get a because Unreal Tournament 3 with the football, the, the, the Unreal version of football? We missed that. Bring that back. Oh my gosh, I forgot Please. About that existing. Can you guys agree to agree with me on that? Oh yeah, they're on Unreal Engine 5. The Unreal version of football was great. <laughs> Forget the no, f like my favorite version of Unreal is where you had the ball and you had to get the ball through through the goalpost. I missed that Unreal because that's what Unreal was fun because it wasn't about killing people no more. You actually had to work as a team. Unreal, yeah. can we get Unreal back, please? Can we get another <laughs> Unreal game? You got Unreal Engine Four, it looks amazing. Fuck that, I want an Unreal game. Come on, what's, what's up? Unreal Tournament? Yeah. Unreal Tournament Six? <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ, I want that back. Unreal 5 is out right now. They're on the fifth installment. Wait, when it released? This year, I believe. <sighs> You're going to make me go home and actually turn on my Xbox and knock the dust. Because I don't know what games are now on Unreal 5, but some of them look you go, you beautiful. You're going to make me sound like Chris Tucker and Friday. You're going to make me knock the dust off that book. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That's just how I feel about it, man. So that's it. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But this is a... Uh, it's actually been great. Yeah, this is yeah, man. I, I've re- I hope I really hope to be back because <laughs> you got a research to do and you got some I know. To yeah. so we, I gotta we, look back. We gotta arm wrestle next time. Oh, by the way, I still want my smoke and Tekken. <laughs> uh, even though I don't play the game anymore, I mean I'll play it. But I mean you already smoked my ass in Mortal Kombat, all right? But hey, I'm not a hater. You smoke my ass in Mortal Kombat. I still want my Tekken smoke though. Okay. That much I'll do. I'll do. You know what I mean? Guilty Gear's coming soon. I gotta sharpen them up. You know what I mean? But I'll still, I'll still up my Tekken. Yeah. yeah, I'm trashing Guilty Gear. So. Yeah, I'm the friend that plays Guilty Gear. <laughs> oh, so, so I fight you. Okay, yes. Cool. yes. Me specifically. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, Channel, where can people find you on social media? All right. So, uh, just like it says on my hat, by the way, if anybody wants a hat, feel free to holler at me. That is Channel, Forbes Channel, as in you change your TV, F-O-R-B-U-S. Um, at that anywhere. As a matter of fact, I'll go as far as to tell you, Google me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Conor McGregor, what you say? Google it. All right, cool. So, yeah, <laughs> Google me, Channel Forbes, anywhere. Every single platform, I am Channel Forbes everywhere. Uh, feel free to check me out on YouTube. I'm an artist. I am a producer. Um, you're a general troll on Twitter. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, same issues is out right now, and I do actually help a lot of people out here. Um, you know what I mean? So feel free to ask any questions. Jump in the DMs. Ask me any questions. At me. I am not shy. And, you know, that's it, man. So thank you guys over here. Thank you to Waluigi over here. You know I'm a trolley with that shit every now and again. I know. That's funny. Okay, there we go. I, 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 need someone, I need someone to throw me off. I have a lot of people throwing me off, so hey, it always There you go. Off. Shout out to Silverback Senpai. Hey, shout out to, to, uh, to, to Flynn's Arcade for actually hosting us over here. It's the gracious people over here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, shout out to everybody here, man. I think everybody is enough space for everybody to win, and everything actually comes with conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, unless you right. talk, you will never understand. You feel what I'm saying? So. Yep. Thank you, guys. Waluigi, any closing remarks? Uh, thank you so much for being here. Had a lot of fun. The energy, especially the battle raps from earlier. <laughs> uh, I love having your energy here. It wakes definitely waking me up, and I'm now my body shutting down after being up for almost 17 hours. But <laughs> glad to be here on another episode. Hopefully, we can see you in the future. Oh, you will. Trust me. Yeah, oh, I figured. <laughs> oh, by the way, I've been thanking this guy all night. Yo, thank you for looking from my nephew too, man. I appreciate that. No I man. Now every time my nephew comes down here from out of town, I always bring that kid. Actually, asks for you every. Oh single my time. heart! That's actually adorable. <laughs> no, he he actually does ask for you every single time. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, so man, yo, thank you for that, man. That's not awesome. a problem. That's awesome. I do what I can. No I man. Silver silverback senpai for the kids, people. He better than Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. All righty, y'all. Well, this concludes episode 71 of the South Florida Gamers Podcast channel. Thank you again for being our guest. This was long time overdue. We were supposed to have them since last year, but... I got COVID. I wasn't interested in getting you all sick. I'm sorry, man. We're definitely glad you're alive. (laughs) But, hey, we got him here, and he's live. Bring you guys some entertainment. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. And for those that are listening or watching, of course, you can listen to the full podcast episode on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or just Google South Florida Gamers Podcast. You'll find us. 
And then, of course, video playback will be available on Facebook and YouTube later on throughout the week. So thank you again, channel. Thank you again for being our guest. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys on the next one. So y'all stay classy. Peace. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. You can't end this without me giving you a plug because I've been making fun of him. <laughs> what do you mean? So wax a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for a <laughs> <laughs>